The following podcast is a production of Commercial Connections Magazine, the official publication of the CCM Institute. For more on the latest trends, best practices, and continuing education in all areas of the industry, visit our website at CCM.com and sign up for our education e-newsletter. Support for Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast comes from Remax Commercial, the Remix Commercial Global Network can help you adapt to changing markets, evolve with new technology, and maximize your investments across all property types. Go commercial with confidence. For more information, visit RemaxCommercial.com. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. I'm Gina Florzak, Manager of Content Strategy and Publications with the CCM Institute. In this episode, I spoke with Candace Presley, CJM, who's founder and CEO at Trinity Property Advisors. Candace acts as a strategic planner and advisor for her clients in their investment real estate goals. She's also relaunching the Philadelphia Real Estate Entrepreneur Academy, a real estate school in Philadelphia. One of her goals is to introduce commercial real estate as a career path to minorities in the area and as an investment vehicle. Most recently, Candace graduated from the JWL Leadership Academy, was featured in the CSAM Spotlight in a fall edition of Commercial Connections Magazine. Candace, thank you for being with me today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Gina. I'm super excited. Candice, you became a licensed real estate agent at a pretty young age. It was 19. Did you always want to work in commercial real estate? I really did have it on my radar, Gina. I wanted to do it, but when I mentioned it, I can't remember who I mentioned it to, but it was kind of like, well, not a lot of women do commercial real estate. That was kind of the response I got. And when I saw one of my classmates that got a job at CBRE, I was wow, that was like my dream job. But, you know, I don't regret my path at all. Um, but it definitely was on my radar, even at that young age of 19. So you had an idea right after high school. Can you talk about your journey beyond high school and through college, trying to learn as much as you can about the real estate market and into commercial real estate? Sure. So, you know, it's a funny story. I actually thought I wanted to be an engineer. And I went to a high school in Philly, actually a high school for engineering and science. And I thought I wanted to be a biomedical engineer. So luckily I had a mentor that actually was my neighbor, you know, huge shout out to all of my mentors. And I thank them all for helping me to get this far. And he owns a commercial apartment building near Drexel University. So I started working for him through high school and I started out going to Drexel and I ended up doing a 360 and changed schools, changed majors, went to Temple and majored in real estate. And uh, it has been, you know, quite the experience. And I'm really thankful for, you know, him planting that seed at, you know, a young age and telling me about, you know, real estate. I used to help him um, manage his apartment building. And he said, Candace, you're pretty good at this, you know? So that's how I decided to transition to uh, real estate as a career path. 
and, you know, stayed with him and even still stay in touch with him to this day. And he actually sold that building. And it was like my first, you know, kind of multi-million dollar closing that I witnessed, you know, of a, you know, multi-unit commercial building. And I was, wait, I, I, I'm only going to think I finished college at that point. So it was a, quite the experience. Wow. It sounds like you had uh, a lot of a lot of help along the way in your your early career uh, that's really positioned you into the person you are today. Yes. But starting at the age of 19, you essentially spent your whole adult life in real estate. You got your CSAM designation in 2017. Let's talk about the changes that you've seen throughout your experience and how they shaped the CCM you are today? So definitely, you hit it on the nose. I, I have been in real estate my entire adult life. So getting the CCIM, though, it was a game changer. And the reason why I say that, you know, before I started my own firm, you know, I interviewed at jobs. Like when I got out of grad school, I was trying to kind of find my way in commercial real estate. And a lot of those opportunities, you know, they weren't easy. So I interviewed positions and people would say, wow, you have the CCIM. Like that was on their goal list. And, you know, here I am, they're interviewing me for a job to work for them. And I had something that they were aspiring to get. In addition, I've gotten more deals and closed deals because of my CCIM. So, you know, if I send an email to a prospective agent, and, you know, they see those four letters, they know that I know what I'm doing. It's definitely, you know, set me apart from the competition. It's helped me gain more business. And of course, you know, being the global standard in education, my knowledge base is, is very, uh, you know, tremendous at this point. And my confidence has also grown as a result of it. In your column in Commercial Connections, we highlighted your firm, Trinity Property Advisors, Founded in 2020, the year of COVID. What a year to start a business in real estate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How did you make it through that first year of a global pandemic? Yeah, that was, you know, definitely some challenging times. Um, but through God and a keen, I say, business sense and strategic planning, you know, it paid off. So I had planned on opening the business probably two years before I actually did it. It just really didn't come to light until it happened to be a pandemic. But I was very strategic in, you know, how I was going to do it because I knew I I had to get it right. And I, I was very strategic in my planning and thought process. So it was not as bad as you would have thought um, in terms of, you know, you just had to re-strategize and rethink some things, you know, for instance, you know, we couldn't show properties during the pandemic, right? So I had to get my photographer out there and my listing to do virtual tours. And we were literally leasing spaces, selling properties with people not even setting foot in them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So imagine that, you know, transition you had to make in order to deal with the, a global pandemic that was happening at the time, but it actually worked out for the better. And I still have some of those same strategies I implemented now to this day, I still use them. How did you interact with your clients 
uh, during that period. You know, you were talking about you you couldn't you couldn't show them the properties, but what were your strategies with with your clients and continuing to build a relationship when there was such a distance? Right. So I, the Zoom meetings, right? <laughs> Virtual meeting. So I would send, you know, emails about property listings or information because I try to give as much information as possible because I want my clients to make, you know, informed decisions, right? So I would send them, you know, different things, performance, et cetera. And then I would say, hey, let's schedule a Zoom meeting. Let's talk about this in further detail so I can answer any questions. And that was something I really didn't do before, you know, because normally we're speaking in person. So this was something new that I had to do. And it actually worked. Again, something that I still do, like even after I may have an in-person meeting, now that we're, you know, back to normal, but I'll still follow up in between while we're, you know, within a transaction or, you know, doing a deal, we'll still interact more often than I would in the past, you know, just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Because sometimes emails and text messages can get misunderstood. You're saying that the pandemic actually helped you to communicate more with your clients. Yes, definitely. Well, going through all of that, and now here we are three years later, there's been a lot more transition, right, in the commercial real estate market. You must have had a lot of faith to help get you through these times, right? Yes. Is faith an essential part of your life? That's a great word, essential. It is definitely an essential part uh, of my business, of my life. I couldn't have gotten this far without uh, without him and heavy faith. And again, a huge thank you to my mom. She is uh, my prayer partner. So the pastor today, I listened to the word just about every day. He said something that was very profound. You know, if God is not part of the process, it will end in disappointment. So, you know, to recap, definitely faith is an important part. You know, I may not make it to church every Sunday, but I am definitely a believer and part of my, you know, being and who I am um, is because of my faith in God. And thank you for that question. Candace, for those who don't know, Trinity Property Advisors is an MBE certified commercial real estate firm. Can you speak to what that means to you being the founder? Yeah, so being a certified minority business enterprise is a huge part of my business model. Uh, it has created more access to opportunities from you know corporate clients and even municipalities. I put together a checklist, you know, for my clients to help them navigate, you know, financing commercial real estate. And at the top of that list is getting your business minority certified. Lots of people do not realize that if you are a minority owned company, banks, lenders are supposed to, you know, lend us money. And if they don't know that you're certified or if you don't let them know, you're you're leaving yourself out of opportunity. So I'm very a uh, huge advocate when getting those certifications. And I just actually got the WBE certification as well. Congratulations. Thank you. You are very successful uh, at a young age, um, but you've seemed to have your eye on a goal, right? Yes. 
But on the other side of that, a big part of your story is your son, whom you're raising as a single mom. I know firsthand how tough that be. Can you talk about how that impacts your life and decisions as a business owner? So Gina, I'll let you in on a little secret. My son is the reason why I am in commercial real estate. So when I found out that I was pregnant, I said, man, oh man, this was like right after 2008. And I was doing okay, but to me, okay was just not going to be good enough as a mom. I wanted to be the best version of myself. And I figured transitioning to commercial real estate from the residential world was going to be the way to do it. And how it's impacted my business, you know, I'm trying to build a business and a legacy for him. So I show him parts of the business now, you know, at the young age of 12. Uh, He knows where all of our properties are located. I show him, you know, how much the mortgage payments are. You know, he's very into math. So he understands a lot of the business, even though he's just 12. It makes me feel great when I hear him say, you know, my mommy is the goat. So um, I am very happy to show him parts of the business now. And in addition, you know, sometimes people have properties and they leave things to their to their children and they don't know how to maintain them. They're, you know, they're lost. And I don't want him to be lost if, you know, when I, you know, go on to to heaven, I want him to know, you know, how mommy did it so he can do it or have the right people to help him continue the legacy. I love that. What what leadership that is, right? So you're a leader in your daily life as a mom. And then you're also our leader as a business owner and as a CCM. So you recently graduated from a prestigious leadership program offered through the CSAM Institute. First, congratulations on being part of the JWL Leadership Development Academy class of 2023. This program is designed to build skills and self-knowledge participants need to fulfill leadership roles within the CSAM Institute, as well as in communities and in professional careers. Can you share your experience as a participant? Absolutely. So first off, I have to uh, acknowledge my my classmates. It's just an outstanding, amazing group from all parts of the country, but just a wealth of knowledge. And I was so proud to just be among them. They inspired me very much throughout the entire class. Uh, But one of my favorites, I would say, that I remember from going through the program was one class we talked about, you know, what kind of leader are you now? versus what kind of leader do you want to be? So just kind of putting that in perspective, right? And then we did like personality tests where we did group exercises. And the tools that we used or that we were introduced will not only help us professionally, but also personally and just kind of self-reflecting and sometimes realizing when you have to step away to kind of reevaluate things. Sometimes as leaders, we're the go-to person, right? We always have the answers. We always know how to problem solve. But sometimes we have to take a moment and and figure out how we're going to do or what is our next move. So uh, that was one of the, the takeaways that I got from the program. And I love how it ended too. In Seattle, the 
instructor Sandy. She said, you know what? I want all of you to know uh, what greatness I see in you. And she sent us an email with what that was. And it was, you know, so profound. She said, Candace, your smile is, you know, and you're so caring. That's what she said about me. But it was really uh, a really wonderful experience. I, I really got a lot out of it. I'm so glad you mentioned the meeting in Seattle. You just returned from the 2023 annual governance meetings where uh, as part of the JWL Leadership Development Academy, you presented on CCM exciting experiences. Can you elaborate a little bit more on your group's ideas? Absolutely. So we, again, touched on how can, you know, we enhance or make the CCIM experience more exciting. So first you're like, okay, what is exciting? You know, we had to kind of gauge people's thoughts. So we interviewed some past presidents. We interviewed some designees to get feedback. And um, one thing that resonated was, you know, shortening the governance meetings and then incorporating more education at the governance meetings. So in other words, have board classes. Uh, one thing, one of my personal favorites was having some fellow CCIMs do a class. They say an overview of a deal that they completed that was successful. I know my colleague, Bo Barron, he was, you had him on before and he has a podcast and he talked about a strip center deal he did. And I'm sure if he were to offer that class on how he put that deal together, as he told me, people were reaching out to him on that deal. Like they wanted to do that deal. So I think that's really huge if our fellow CCIMs did classes or did, you know, kind of hands-on how they were able to do various deals. I mean, let's be honest, we're some talented professionals. So why not spread that knowledge so we can all gain from it and do more deals and be more prosperous in our businesses? Uh, in addition to that, we talked about networking. So um, in fact, in Seattle, they did uh, one of our ideas was speed networking. So they had a session where we actually had speed networking. Everyone came around the room and it was very well organized where you got, you know, say three minute introductions from everyone at your table. And it was still worthwhile. So now that you're an alumnus of the JWL Leadership Development Academy, what do you plan to do with your learned skills? Well, I'm already serving on two committees, um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and university outreach on the national level. And locally, I am scholarship chair. So I'm striving towards, you know, leadership in, in both locally and just working on the various committees and putting those skills to use within these committees. And I'm really excited on what the future holds for me. And, and I'm it's it's funny how when I first started out in commercial real estate, I was still learning and being given this opportunity and people reaching out. And it's 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 honestly um, it's it's just been a whirlwind, but it's very humbling. And I'm, I'm truly thankful and honored. Candice, thank you for joining me today. You are truly inspiring for women, for minorities, for single parents. Is there anything else you'd like to leave with the listeners? I would say if you're listening 
And let's say you haven't been to a chapter meeting in a while. You've just been paying your dues. And, you know, I would say get back involved, you know, go to a chapter meeting. Um, every time I go to a meeting or a CCIM event, I leave with something that can help me. So I urge you all to just get back involved, get on a committee, and uh, I promise you it will definitely be rewarding. Candace, thank you again for joining me. For those looking to hear more from Candace Presley CCM, or just to reach out to her, visit her online at commercialcandice.realestate. That's C-O-M-M-E-R-C-I-A-L-C-A-N-D-I-S dot real estate. Thanks for listening to this episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. Head to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Join us next month for a new episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast featuring another leading figure in the world of commercial real estate.